Hello. Hi. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lads on Mike. Episode two. Episode two. Oh, I can't believe we're doing this, right? <laughs> um, but for the people who haven't listened to us or are new, you can listen to our previous episode, episode one. That is an introduction, introductory episode. Um, we talk about we talk about our backgrounds in that episode and um, lots more. So if you haven't listened, you're more than welcome to listen out to our first episode. And if you do not want to listen, um, then I'm Az and this is Pfizer. Yeah, and we talk about random stuff, basically. Um, so welcome. Right. So um, the weather's. Should we start? How do we? Um, should we start by talking about the weather? Then? Yeah, definitely. Very British we- thing to do. <laughs> talk uh, about the weather. Weather, because the weather has been really, really bad, hasn't it? Today. Yeah, I think since two weeks. Like today, I was standing outside and I just saw like a thunderstorm coming in and then like clouds rumbling and then mm-hmm. okay, clouds rumbling and everything that's fine. Like mm-hmm. you know, summers people have monsoon weather, mm-hmm. rain and everything, but then mm-hmm. it started hailing. I know. And I just looked outside and I was like, "What is going on? The- Who have we offended <laughs> that we are <laughs> we are witnessing this weather in May?" I know. It's supposed to be a bit sunny, a bit more summery. Yeah. But, but I guess like not. It's, it's middle of May, though, and <laughs> we're still experiencing hail, which is obviously people say you live in England, right? You mm-hmm. should be used to it. No. Every single time it happens. Get used to this stuff. Because every single time it happens, you are really shocked and. Mm-hmm. You always look like, what's going on? But yeah. Um, right. So, I believe you might have some questions for me. Before I start asking the questions, do you want to quickly give an introduction of what we're going to speak about today? Oh, like, so should there. we do that first? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, if you are listening to us till now, which has only been <laughs> two minutes, <laughs> um, we are going to talk about hypocrisy and relationships. And we're going to talk about how they both connect and we're going to talk about some other random stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be a one really interesting podcast. Yeah, we hope we hope it's really interesting for you guys. Yeah. Okay, so let's start with some questions. I wrote some down just just to give it more um just to be on the same kind of a page before we start um diving dive into the main you know, juicy bit. We, we, we like to keep the mood lightened before we go into the darker, more deeper stuff. Definitely, definitely. So basically, just what 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 is hypocrisy to you? Because you know, a lot of people have different um, definitions. Uh, so yeah, in saying just plain words, like what is hypocrisy to you? Wow, I don't believe we are going to that that type of question. Then okay, that is. That is um, a very interesting question because there is it's such a broad term hypocrisy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Also, I'm I'm gonna speak a bit slower mm-hmm. um, because um, the feedback that I got was that I speak too fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna try and slow my pace down. But hypocrisy is such a big term, 
And obviously, like you said, it means different to everyone. Mm-hmm. To me, it means believing in something mm-hmm. or saying that you believe in something or mm-hmm. do something, but don't really actually acting on it. Act on it. Do you understand? Okay. Or okay. like having having like a fake personality. Mm-hmm. That's how I would put it. Like hypocrisy is someone that you have a fake personality in mm-hmm. front of someone else and mm-hmm. behind the back you're a completely different person. To okay. me, that's hypocrisy. Okay. Okay. That's a that's a that's a fair, I would say a very fair answer. And my next question would be a a kind of hypocrisy or you know, um an instance where hypocrisy you didn't mind hypocrisy or instance where you normally just don't mind it even because you know normally that's not something that we really like so we're not like okay let's let's be hypocrites and stuff and that's not, not something that a lot of people tolerate but like what's one instance that you were like no that's fine if it if it means that like I would say I, any I think, instance, any any yeah. instance, because you know there's sometimes just to like um, help you with this question and just to explain a bit better where I am coming from. Um, normally, okay, now I've lost my train of thought as well. <laughs> but I I do understand what you okay, mean. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. And for me, the one point or one instance where hypocrisy is alright or to be hypocrite is alright mm-hmm. is when you believe that if you do not be a hypocrite it might mm-hmm. hurt someone okay right or it might be it might hurt someone's feeling mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. then i think if you become a bit of a hypocrite i think that's fine okay okay and something uh, a question that's really 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 off topic just to you know keep things interesting and just to because you know we're two different we're different people what do you i i don't know i did write them down but i'm i'm asking them in different orders again just to make it a bit juicy and weird like what what do you think about flowers like when i say flowers what's the first thing that come to comes to oh your mind oh my days i'm because so I glad you really like flowers i'm yeah, so yeah. glad you asked that question because yeah people are going to judge me on this right yeah i'm a man but i can say it with my chest that i love flowers <laughs> <laughs> and i know people are going to be like what your man why are you interested i just don't know i think it is to do with my parents to be honest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents both love gardening like mm-hmm. big time since i was a kid i'm i've seen them just go places buy flowers new season mm-hmm. coming in buy different type of plants and everything and just keep planting and i think that provides them mm-hmm. that you know like that's their comfort that's their hobby uh-huh. and i think growing up seeing that and my mom around the house would always like mm-hmm. even till now when she's around and when mm-hmm. she comes over whatever uh-huh. She would make sure that there's a pot with some flowers and some plants there. Do you understand? So now yes. I, I've got into that habit as well. I just, I feel like it's very therapeutic to have flowers in your room. I yeah. have flowers in my room. I have flowers in my room right now. <laughs> and it's just, and you know this because even when I was at your place, when I came mm-hmm. over, I bought flowers. Yeah. And I yeah. just put it in the vases, both of them. <laughs> and yeah. then I was like, what are you doing? But you know, ever it's... since that day, they had we have we have make we have made sure that we have there, there's flowers in that. In the, oh, in the I'm so glad that you guys. Right now, right now, I think we have dahlias. Oh no, not oh, dahlias. Right. They were, I I I think they're some different flowers. Yeah, not yeah, dahlias. 
So but, if I had to choose, do you, do you like roses? Because apparently girls are. I like, do. I okay. do. I yeah. they, you know there's there's an allure to it because they're the you know the OG flowers. I think there's the when I first saw a flower it was a rose. That first when it was introduced to me when I was really little. I think it was it was a rose. A rose. Okay, I think everyone's first memory of flowers would be a rose. It's, it's a, or like it's a, a distinctive yeah. flower. Yeah. That it would be a rose. Actually, it was a white rose. White rose. This is what white I like. Rose. I like white flowers. So I like mm-hmm. white roses and white flowers. I don't know what it is. It's a, it, it, the color white itself, right, is something mm-hmm. that I really like. Before people start judging me on this, I do not mm-hmm. mean in, ra- in, in, in terms of race. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> just in case, just in case. Maz is racist when it comes to flowers. Like, I, I'm not being racist towards flowers, um, but I just like white flowers. Even in my surroundings, I really like the color white anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, like my bedroom walls white. Mm-hmm. have like a white kind of interior mm-hmm. theme going on that that just makes a room really bright and spacious mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. I think I like my surroundings white as well even with like because mm-hmm. I love cars you know that I love mm-hmm. cars so mm-hmm. even when it comes to cars I really like the interior beige white lighter colors you know that same, always, same. Yeah, that always, always has been um that always has been my like taste I like black cars with um with colorful and not colorful interior like um combination interior i never like black leather seats because i just think that kind of or maybe maybe it's fine but beige and rust rust rusty brown those are my favorite colors Uh, it it just makes the car look more nicer a bit more lux right but like like my absolute dream of a car mm-hmm. would be a Jaguar E-Type or a mm-hmm. Porsche 1978. Like, it can mm-hmm. be it, like literally black from outside or like those yeah, sea green. Same. Sea green, but like the steering wheel. Oh, and sea the green. Seat. Oh, yeah, sea green. Like Jaguar, okay. Jaguar E-Type. You should look that up. If anyone's listening, Jaguar E-Type in sea green, it looks banging. But oh, and really? but inside needs to be like you know those leather seats, but like those rustic brown leather seats. Mm-hmm. I think that's like my absolute dream car. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's good to hear. But yeah. coming a bit close to our topic and yeah, uh, yeah. trying to connect my last question with the with the topic and my my final question. So you know yeah. how you have said like your parents do a lot of gardening and same same with mine because we had a I, we had a really big garden growing up. So my my dad would do all um would spend like his free time that was basically his hobby either either playing sports or just uh doing gardening. But why do you think is bec- and I think most of his friends did as well. Either they did it themselves or they had someone do it, but they would make sure that their garden looks nice. Yeah. And women yeah. Would, women wouldn't do it, but why is it that the the people who are doing the gardening, like my dad, but him being repulsed or not repulsed, repulsed, I think is a strong word, but him not being really keen on receiving flowers. You know, why do you think that is you know there's this thing in society that they would be taking care of the flowers and they would make yeah. sure they would bring like the most exotic ones and put in their garden but they would still associate flowers with with females oh yeah so oh that is an, an interesting question and i guess it stems from just your perspective or why why do you think it is yeah i think i think it, it, from my perspective it stems from like 
these rules that we have created, right, such as pink, the color mm-hmm. pink is only associated with women. Mm-hmm. However, I have a pink shirt, mm-hmm. I have a pink t-shirt, and I like to rock a pink t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. I think it's just because in olden times, people have mm-hmm. defined certain things to certain genders. And to go, to go, let's say, the, to the opposite direction of those rules and regulations, whatever mm-hmm. boundaries that have been mm-hmm. set, is sort of being rebellious. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. And once yeah. a person is rebellious, that means you are not on your right path. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of become pe- embedded in people's mind. And to change that, especially in the older generation, I do not mm-hmm. think that's possible. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's something that of a new generation, our generation, even mm-hmm. in our generation, I wouldn't say our generation is also, they're very keen on certain things. Mm-hmm. Right and certain rules for certain genders, mm-hmm. um, but moving moving downwards to different generations, people, mm-hmm. kids right now, like my nephews and everything, mm-hmm. you can tell you can tell from now on that it's just it's it's changing, and they they do things. Do you they do think, think that is changing? Like for Valentine's Day, for example, exactly. your future girlfriend or wife or fiance or whoever decides to give you flowers like red roses would you be okay with it or i would 100% it? be okay mm-hmm. with it now i would because the thing is but then again i'm a different person right i mm-hmm. like flowers mm-hmm. but i can tell you for my friend's circle mm-hmm. right receiving flowers they wouldn't mind it mm-hmm. they would think but it would hurt their alpha game attitude uh, yeah so they would be like yeah no but they wouldn't mind it if it, if she gives it, then yeah, fine. Mm-hmm. But but they would think of it, it being odd. Okay. Understand? They they would look at it. They'd be like, "Oh, really nice," and they just put it aside. That's it. That's it. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's good. That's I guess again, that's fair, fair point of view perspective to have. So, let's go. Let's maybe dive into like what the topic of today's of episode is. Yeah, so you asked me what mm-hmm. hypocrisy meant. What is uh-huh. it that hypocrisy means to you? Okay, basically what hypocrisy means to me is I would call someone hypocrite when they are practice, practicing certain things for them and they don't allow the same things or don't condone or don't support or just don't entertain when other people are doing the same thing. It's because when they are doing it, that's right. And it's fine. But when they see other people doing it, maybe slightly more, slightly different, or maybe sometimes even the same thing, then they would say, no, that's wrong. And they would still say that what I still am doing, I would consider it to be completely right. To me, I think that's the most, I, I would call that hypocrite. person right there, be uh, a really, a really big hypocrite. Yeah, Hip- hip- hypocrisy and hypocrite is not a new thing. Everyone knows mm-hmm. that it's a mm-hmm. concept that exists and has been existing for I I I believe since the start of the world, mm-hmm. right? If if you look at our religions, we'll find mm-hmm. because we are both religious person. Mm-hmm. Right? Religion is important to us, mm-hmm. and looking at our own religions and stuff, mm-hmm. even from the history, we can see there has been hypocrisy present in there. Right. How the the, the amount uh, the, the amount of stuff that we read or the 
about the communities when mm-hmm. prophets were here, about the mm-hmm. communities you would read, mm-hmm. there were hypocrite communities existing mm-hmm. where, that mm-hmm. would talk, that would be really nice to you in front of your face and but mm-hmm. talk completely different behind your back. Mm-hmm. So hypocrisy has been a concept for a longer time. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's changed with time. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't think you can ever get rid of hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think for me, okay, so this is a question, this this is a question to you. Mm-hmm. Where, where, have, where do you, where have you seen hypocrisy in your life? Like, where, what part of your life do you have seen hypocrisy? With who have you seen hypocrisy? If it, if it had to be like, mostly where, with family and friends, mostly. Yeah, yeah, that that 100%. that would have been, that would have been my answer a lot. Mm-hmm. And by family and friends, we mean people that are surrounding us, mm-hmm. right? People mm-hmm. that we are in constantly in touch with, people mm-hmm. that we live with, people that we have lived with, mm-hmm. uh, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have struggled with hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I have seen hypocrisy so much in my life mm-hmm. that, but it's 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 weird because okay, so background story here is mm-hmm. that I'm really close to my family. I've mm-hmm. always have been. Mm-hmm. So my sisters, I'm really close to my sisters. Mm-hmm. And I think growing up, so if 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 one of them ever had been a hypocrite towards me, I think that mm-hmm. would have helped me the most. But I'm glad to say they have never been a hypocrite towards me mm-hmm. or they haven't shown hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I, but I know people, I know mm-hmm. people who's, siblings mm-hmm. have shown hypocrisy and been hypocrite and mm-hmm. this is weird but I'm going to say this and I'm going to put it out there mm-hmm. the culture that we belong to mm-hmm. is very hypocrite yes it's, it has somewhat embedded hypocrisy into its roots basically it's there you you cannot you cannot escape it somewhat but why can't we escape it like, we have come so far but the culture that we come in, like mm-hmm. literally, like mm-hmm. I can guarantee you right now, people who are listening to this right now, and you will agree with me on this point, is mm-hmm. the fact that you might have seen more hypocrisy towards your dad's side of the family. Uh, mm, I think same, like almost the, almost the same amount in both. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a different opinion because every time I talk to some people, like people that are close to me or friends and family, basically, um, they would always say that they're closer to their mum's side. You know what? I think hypocrisy also stems from how you like a person as well. You tend to be a bit more less hypocrite if you really like the person because then you you are as fair to them as possible. But when you just dislike someone, you 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 kind of bend the rules. Maybe. But why would you like... Do you, I, I don't understand the concept of dislike a person. Do you understand? If your family and if your friends... Mm-hmm. then what is there to dislike? You understand what I mean? But uh, coming back mm-hmm. to the point, um, yes, yeah, so uh, for me, I've, I've, I, w- I can say this like completely true. Hypocrisy, if I've ever seen, mm-hmm. is mostly to my dad's side of family. Mm-hmm. And my dad's side of family. Hope they're not true. listening. <laughs> <laughs> Even if anybody's listening, 
is because my dad's side of family is so big, <laughs> nobody can actually pinpoint. Yeah, just you whenever you about. next next time meet them, it's like it wasn't about you. I was <laughs> you. You're the only person who's so not no, hypocrite. Nobody would. Uh, yeah, exactly. You're the only person. You're the only person who wasn't hypocrite. Everyone in this Everyone, room. Everyone. Yeah. Is no cap, very like, you, you, you're my best cousin, like, you know, you know, you that are part. the one that I trust fully. And imagine yeah. that's the person that's the hypocrite, <laughs> and everyone around is just fine. <laughs> no, but the thing is, my dad's side of family is so big, right? He's, mm-hmm. he's the youngest of 12 children. Oh my god, do you understand? That's and a big from, from there on, even the, the people names that I don't even know, <laughs> like, I could have a cousin that I don't even know, but then again, it's just I haven't been close to my dad's side of family. And I think that is also stemmed from the hypocrisy that he has seen within his mm. family. Do you understand? It can also be directed towards your mom as well, because sometimes the people already in your family, like your siblings and your mom and your dad, sometimes don't really understand. Maybe sometimes just don't cultivate that relationship with the new person that's coming to the family. Sometimes I've seen uh, that kind of thing yeah. going on as well. And then when they tend to dislike someone, they tend to get like really hypocritical towards that person. So if uh, a certain like Bahu or Bahu Bahu is basically Urdu for sister, um, sister, uh, actually daughter-in-law. So if your daughter-in-law is doing a certain or your sister-in-law is doing a certain thing that you deem appropriate for your own daughter, but but because your sister-in-law, your daughter-in-law is doing, doing the same exact thing, it's not received as as well as it's judged when your own blood relations are doing it so it's judged so let's say if if a person let's say if if you get married into and if you're a girl and you get married into right this is this is only to repeat cultural people by the way cultural people who are from our backgrounds are being mm-hmm. so basically black asian bangladeshis indians all of us mm-hmm. people, people of color. Mm-hmm. This is this is mm-hmm. just direct. It's just because but we belong to those people. Don't feel like Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't generalize it, and I can't leave them out mm-hmm. here. But the the reason I say this is because we belong to those cultures. So I feel like when we speak, we only speak from their perspective, and we mm-hmm. can't really speak from a white perspective in mm-hmm. general because mm-hmm. haven't haven't really lived in that in that atmosphere to understand that that, yeah. that world but yeah if you're you would if you can relate then you can relate right you can relate to this that if you get married and then you come into the house mm-hmm. where there already is like a a daughter that exists mm-hmm. and if she wears something mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but if you wore that exact same thing that is just mm-hmm. wrong for something yeah it's inappropriate or what are you doing are you not married to my son? Mm-hmm. Understand? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to? Are you trying to go towards other men? Are you trying to show mm-hmm. off? What are you trying to do? Why mm-hmm. is that? I, I, you might be able to tell me more about this because obviously you're married. I luckily haven't haven't um I haven't been subjected to that. I've been very very lucky, Alhamdulillah, because um my mother-in-law or anyone in my family just do not care what I wear. As long, obviously, it's appropriate, and as long Talha signs off, or even he, yeah. he doesn't, he, he hasn't like taken that role in my life. Like I need to like sign off on all your outfits. Normally, I'm the kind of person that would 
keep myself in check and balance i was obviously will not cross any line or something that's not modest or something that's not appropriate especially for family gatherings i will not push my boundaries and will not yeah. uh, appear in a tank top be like okay that's fine my husband's <laughs> fine you should you should be fine in this as well so alhamdulillah but i alhamdulillah uh, so alhamdulillah this is this for this particular example i cannot really comment on because i again i have not uh, i have not seen something like that but yeah. i have seen it um in in tons of different fam different families with tons of different different families like one right. of my i i cannot exactly say the relationship um right but let's just discuss that experience you can't say the relationships yeah let, definitely discuss... otherwise yeah otherwise all hell will re- like yeah down. it's it is anonymous anonymous yeah, but yeah anonymous just... so let's just, i don't know let's call her an alphabet like, we can call her a... we can call her let's call her let's call her let's a name hannah her. let's call okay, her hannah. hannah okay hannah something very big i like it so hana yeah so hana basically she was she was kind of hypocrite so she was fine when her daughter was wearing the same things but if someone else's daughter is wearing something especially her uh, her sister in law's daughter is wearing the same exact thing then she would go like oh i don't think so that's really appropriate and you know she should cover better and the fact is that they are in a foreign country just blows yeah. my mind so for yeah, the same is, exact is... thing she would yeah. point 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 out things and when her her daughter is doing it it's fine because she's young it's fine she's a bit more you know a, a, a tomboyish it, you know it's fine it's okay she doesn't think like that so and we used to be like okay then she does i don't think so she does as well she's just trying to like you know live her life just have fun so why is this appropriate and that's not appropriate so it kind of happened in front of me so Yeah, that's double standards, basically, right? And 100%. you have one sort of one sort of rule for one person, and the uh, the other another type of ruling for the other person. Yeah, which is which is I've come across this so much in my life. Double standards mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everywhere in my life. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm speaking to her experiences as well, mm-hmm. there's always been double standards. Mm-hmm. In, in this stems, but in I would culture. call those people hypocrite because not yeah, not only they have done done it in this instance, they have done it in a couple of different instances as well, yeah, which just leads not, me to believe um, that that's, that's how people. the kind it's, of person it's, they are. It's it's everywhere in our culture. It's, it's literally 100%. everywhere in our culture. The fact that you have different sort of ruling for your daughter and different sort of ruling for your yeah son, for your son, a hundred percent. Exactly. Like, what is it that makes your son okay to go out with his friends mm-hmm. at eight p.m. whatever time, mm-hmm. and he doesn't have to ask. He just he needs to inform you mm-hmm. right ten minutes before. Yes, I'm going to uh, out with my friends to eat. But mm-hmm. whereas if it comes to your daughter, mm-hmm. they have to inform you a week ago. Yeah, they have to like formally submit a an application. Application basically, <laughs> <laughs> write it down. That has I to be approved in uh, two working days, two business days. So yeah, definitely. Why is that? Why is that? Why why is the male given that kind of preference? Especially if people are listening, this mm-hmm. is a thing in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Big thing. Biggest thing I've ever seen in Pakistan hypocrisy is this: when you have one set ruling for your son and the other set ruling for your daughter. A hundred percent. This is something I feel really strongly about as well. To be very honest, like uh, some certain things I do have in mind. I don't know about again if it's going to sound a bit extreme to people, but 
when it's hot my son will not be allowed to take his shirt off because my daughter is not if my daughter cannot do oh, obviously some that's some of the things, concept that is a very 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 yeah, different question some, yeah some yeah but i i would still see it as hypocrisy like obviously certain things at certain ages i would allow because that that just becomes really obviously <laughs> i will not feel comfortable my daughter just going out by herself at 11 that's something and my son oh, as well But, but I, yeah, if you keep going... the same ruling, then it's mm-hmm. fine. But what if you differentiate? What if he goes to be like, what if he goes to Tala and says, yeah, I want to go out. And Tala, because he's a male himself, and he did the exact same thing. And he goes like, yeah, yeah you can go out. No. 11. That's, again, that's something that I, do, I just do not feel comfortable just, you know, one, one, one parent guiding, guiding the kid. That's something that if he decides, if he or he, he decides to take that step, he definitely obviously will come back to the house and then he he probably will he will not like what what's going to wait yeah, but how are you going to decide which of you is making that rule which of you like which i of- think again this is i again again i i think again this is not even just up to me as well this is something that talha should know as well and he should be comfortable what if, with what if talha says yes and you say no I What probably will then? explain the fact, uh, like the whole thing. I don't think so. He is like he's like the kind of a person because again, Alhamdulillah, he's also been fortunate in with his family as well. Like his sister, his sister, his younger sister, was given a lot of the same. Like they when when it was it was time to give uh, when my mother in law decided to ha- because she could could no could no longer drive because she was quite ill at that point. Basically, she gave the the car to my sister in law first. Rather than just giving it straight to, to Talha because he's the he's the man of the he's you know the boy in the house, so she first gave it to her daughter. So that's not something that I don't know Talha. Yes, yeah, so I Talha is not grown up in that kind of environment. So I'm pretty sure that he 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 won't object to it. Oh, you he'll just follow. Yeah, basically, yeah. Okay. I think he that... he he will understand where I'm coming from as well. Yeah, and I think it it shouldn't be a problem. So. Okay, so yeah, that 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 is also a really good good example. Like, but it's it's an extreme example, I would say. Of mm-hmm. if your daughter can't take off her shirt, mm-hmm. then you wouldn't let your son take off him his shirt. Yeah, and I, I I don't know if so. It's basically free the nipple movement <laughs> that's been going on in England, right? It's going on around the, around the world, free the nipples. Basically, yeah. that's what they're saying, right? Yeah. Again, um, yeah, it might be really extreme and controversial to people. Like, why? Why not? Because because I would she's in the same. So I, I like if I'm mm-hmm. if I'm on a beach, hundred mm-hmm. percent, I'm taking my shirt off. I I and wouldn't if, to be again to be really honest. I wouldn't like it in front of families. If you if you are with your group of boys, your friends maybe go ahead. But I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. You know, uh, that happening around like my family. And the weirdest thing I will tell you right now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. my dad never wore a shirt in the house never okay he's never worn a shirt he my, if... my dad did so maybe that's why that, that's where it has come from because he he never you yeah he 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 would wear like he he always had like the army discipline we used to actually uh, call him like like he you should have been in army he actually tried for army but he had flat foot so that's why he couldn't go he he oh. didn't get into army but that was his that 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 has been his way of life so even in like 40 degrees 
he he would wear his iron kurta shalwar and stuff or he would wear like oh, wow. a really like, really light linen shirt and everything so if we were suffer he would suffer with us so my dad has never worn a shirt in okay. his life even when someone come to the door and open the door he would no, open that's a, it I, I think that maybe because <laughs> i have not seen that kind of a thing i i'm not i'm not comfortable with that is with that, that do you understand like there's no vest nothing he's not wearing a shirt at all <laughs> and this is all i remember i remember literally the milkman come in um flipping newspaper guy come in mm. or someone comes to drop or you just open the door like that again Why? this is a bit of hypocrisy in me that if if obviously your dad has a like a you know a proper board not a dad board then maybe it's a bit more in my mind no, again i know this is me being a bit hypocrite like why is him but my dad doesn't have a dad board he actually has a, a good, good board okay because, that's because because mm-hmm. the thing is his work involves manual labor Oh, he's okay. always been that and he, and where he comes from magisho if you look at them people mm-hmm. they just are so tough i i i personally believe my dad has been through heart attacks and nobody knows and he's woken <laughs> up the next day oh. and he's going to work i i i i literally i genuinely have a feeling that or even with coronavirus i think he had the coronavirus and he just didn't tell anyone because he just he, even he just he was like yep it's nothing move on he's like one of them people that are just like a lad like is very tough to understand doesn't yeah. have no emotions not going to show any emotions and just you know i'm a man he's <laughs> like that but really what i'm going to tell you this my best friend growing up yeah mm-hmm. i used to go to his their place a lot his mm-hmm. dad never wore his dad never wore a shirt either okay <laughs> So, did a stun. So when that comes to me, I would just roam around with Aisha as well. If okay. I had if I had I don't have a good body anymore. Like if I had six packs mm-hmm. of all, if I, my body was toned 100%. Mm-hmm. I summer come in the UK, I'm taking mm-hmm. my shirt off. Mhm. And I don't care who I'm around as all, well, right? Because and this is where it's get hypocrite, right? But then mm-hmm. why can't women do that? <laughs> again yeah because then, growing then, up like we grew up in islamabad then the weather the, the summers were really really bad like 44 degrees for for okay so it used to be really really very bad and obviously you couldn't have ac at all times you sometimes just you know you cannot you cannot be in the in the ac 100% of the time so yeah. basically you sometimes have to just you know just toughen it up and But if i wear the because... goddamn shirt then you are supposed to wear a goddamn shirt with me i'm like not if i'm suffering that if i'm, I'm suffering then you suffer you a lot yeah you suffer with me i don't care how it, how it is you are. it is a valid point it is a valid point but then it circles to religion right it does circle to religion i think it it's more about family to me it's how i, I have seen my 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 dad because he i think he had the same thing in his mind as well because if no. he would if he would put rules certain rules in in place he would actually follow them first before like okay because he used to delegate basically you know every sunday he used to like go around like you know everyone just delegate new rules like okay we we're, we're going to make sure that we eat dinner at 7 now from 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 today and so and so so just his small rules here and there but he used to follow them as well Yeah so, so when it comes when it came to this 
he he didn't he sometimes just really sometimes he would walk around in a vest but i i i haven't seen that a lot he still like even if he's reading a newspaper 44 degrees he still would have like his kurta like proper like or shirt oh, or whatever oh. on yeah that 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 fair, fair, fair play to him you know fair yeah. play to him for doing that and respecting that and just doing that constantly because mm-hmm. if with my dad <laughs> as soon as it's 25 degrees the shirt is off I mean, he doesn't wear a shirt in the winters if he's in the uk it's snowing outside he's walking in the house without a t-shirt <laughs> Do you understand what I mean? Um, uh, and... Sadly, I don't at the moment. <laughs> yeah, but you don't understand. What I, I mean. don't think so. I have a very stupid thing to a very weird thing to say, but I don't think so. I've seen my dad's tum tum ever. <laughs> I, I I haven't. Oh, wow. I haven't. Oh wow. Yeah, I haven't. This is an interesting question as well. <laughs> oh, this is this is a very interesting question and. I'm contemplating should I actually put it out there and talk about this but I guess I guess this is the point of the podcast right yeah is it to see one of your family members naked and then like if they're changing clothes like not in the sense of <laughs> right when you're growing up as a kid uh-huh. what do you think about that I think as a kid we did it like us cousins obviously yes. we did it like we at, at at that point didn't care like our moms did wanted to instill separate changing habits and even with sisters but at some point you're like there are five girls in the room everybody needs time with their hair and makeup so you know screw screw that jazz yeah so no, with girls i know that happens and with boys as well like i'm i don't i don't think i'm scared of changing my clothes in front of my friends never mm-hmm. like i'm i'm fully open with my friends like my my mm-hmm. close friends and with my nephew uh, like you know when it's boys mm-hmm. it's fine Like, yeah, I, I think I yeah. Again, same. If they're like girl cousins, girl girlfriends, it's fine. With the same gender, yeah. it's fine. It's the same gender, right? So if it's yeah. my dad as well, I don't know. We used to go swimming. Now that's so, your dad. You know, that's your creator. Well, like, yeah, that's that's a creator. Do you understand? So with parents as well, I think with parents is fine, and especially when you're a kid, right? <laughs> I'm sure you have sat in a room. Probably you don't even remember this. No one actually remember this, and your parents mm-hmm. change their clothes or something because they can't leave you alone or they can't let you out. Do you understand? Yeah, a hundred percent. I hundred percent. I see it happening with the new moms or moms who have like three every single time. Or, or when their kids start crawling, and they literally like basically little little dynamites. They can just go somewhere and like exactly. pop up. Sometimes so. you have to like growing up. I'm I'm I like my nephew. my nephew i've changed mm-hmm. in front of him when he was a kid because mm-hmm. i couldn't leave him alone mm-hmm. i couldn't leave him alone i figured like you know you you have to or when i'm when i've taken him to the toilet or anything like that mm-hmm. that's that's a general thing but certain people have a different opinion about this and i just wanted to see what your opinion is i guess i yeah. guess we're on the same page on this i guess mm-hmm. because certain people just find it weird but then i just feel yeah. like it's your family do you understand yeah in this i don't think so i uh, yeah but certain people are really 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 strict about this they just don't really maybe get the concept or they just again everybody's allowed to have their own perspective again i think, I think they take it to the sweet home alabama situation i don't know if you've ever watched that movie yeah. or you know what but i do have an idea of what, what alabama is what alabama is okay for those who don't know basically because we have a lot of you know different demographic going on uh yeah. it's basically incest they really came exactly. in in brother and states. sisters 
<laughs> inbreds basically yeah uh, brother and sister inbreds and yeah. um keeping the line pure pure blooded as they would say yeah. so some people take it oh no it's that's some harry potter shit you know going on there <laughs> yeah harry potter I, I love harry potter you know that and we that deserves that deserves like a separate pod, podcast definitely podcast especially with the harry potter head on fan or you know whatever yeah, like mean potter because i love mean. i i really like harry potter but i just don't i really don't know much about it like because i know just that recently got series, into it but i'm not like i cannot see like certain objects and be like oh this is this this is that that's that's dobby like whenever i would i would watch it with talha he would like name objects like okay that's the sword of destiny or that's like blah blah blah, blah. and i was like okay that's that just look like like but he would be like no that sword is really significant throughout so you need to you need to remember you remember <laughs> that 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 round golden thingy and i would be like yeah from season from movie 1 yeah i do but the thing is talha himself wasn't into harry potter i think as much mm-hmm. i think being with me has and then me watching it constantly and just mm-hmm. reading the books and everything made him so interested that he started watching it and then he just mm-hmm. got really really hurt really hurt and then and, that, and he's never gone back from it but yeah coming back to the point of hypocrisy mm-hmm. do you think you ever see hypocrisy in your immediate family or yeah i have and you see hypocrisy in in sort of i did surrounding because... right now because i did when 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 it came you know the time to speak to my parents about um talha and stuff uh, my yeah. sister at that point was dating her now husband for some 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 time and he 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 started in uk for for good like 6 years but he for 2 years he was in pakistan obviously they would meet and so and so on and the when when i when i when i told my sister about talha and the first thing is Oh okay and when i was going out with my friends after after telling her she was like oh, oh are you going to meet him and i was like okay yeah well, is this is there a problem and she was like yeah i don't think so you should be meeting him you know i don't think so it's appropriate at this point oh, wow. and i was like why and she was like no it's just because i want to meet the guy first and i was like but if i meet him, would you rather if i not tell you and she was like uh let me just meet him first and i was like okay but you know nobody signed off on aslan bhai before you guys actually mm-hmm. getting together you know you were making those decisions for yourself and don't you think that i should be i i should be given the same rights and she she definitely wasn't <laughs> that wasn't a pleasant conversation uh, and sometimes we do laugh about it and when i do call her out on it but yeah she was she was uh, a bit of a hypocrite throughout the process this this brings me to such a nice point yeah. this double standards between siblings or between mm-hmm. your immediate family or your mm-hmm. surrounding because i know people mm-hmm. do not certain people are not living with their family but they live mm-hmm. with people do you understand mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if they live with people it kind of becomes your family and mm-hmm. well the cases in that sense Mm-hmm. double standard this way it brings me to a point where one person in the house is appreciated and mm-hmm. valued more than the other person mm-hmm. i'm sure every one of you everyone who's listening and i'm sure you as well have felt mm-hmm. underappreciated mm-hmm. and not valued or not recognized for your work but when you see someone else and it is by certain people right and then you see them same certain people 
appreciating mm-hmm. and valuing another person, mm-hmm. right? More. Even mm-hmm. it's not like that person is not doing the work. Yes, that person is also doing the work, and you have a right to appreciate it mm-hmm. and you know value that person as much. But do you understand when the the other person looking from the other person's perspective? that person seeing another person getting appreciated and valued more than that other person mm-hmm. it hurts it mm-hmm. genuinely hurts and i've seen this all my life and i'm mm-hmm. still seeing it i've seen it in my immediate family i've seen it in my surroundings mhm i see it all the time and this is something i feel like everyone has gone through and we are not able to speak about it and this is something that i struggled with a mm-hmm. lot being being felt underappreciated by people mm-hmm. you love mm-hmm. and then the same people showing appreciation to other people like, so you not, thought it not, was hypocritical of them to not yeah yeah i think that's hypocritical because that is something is to understand you you love everyone equally i get it i do understand certain people certain relationships have priorities 100% mm-hmm. to understand that that is a given that mm-hmm. will be all your life but when it comes to this kind of situation right mm-hmm. in you i just feel that it is the right of everyone to be appreciated equally mhm and be recognized equally mhm and i i feel like since since the age of 16 to to 8 i'm 26 now so even today i can say i still feel it and i felt it i felt it a lot i can say i can mm-hmm. felt i felt this in the previous year in 2020 i've been felt in 2021 mhm um but the thing is i can never speak up about it and i don't think why do you able... think, why do you think that way why do you Because think you cannot if speak you up speak about it, it in my head it works in this way so if you mm-hmm. speak up about it and let the person know or in your mm-hmm. family know that i'm feeling underappreciated whether it be mm-hmm. what about your immediate surroundings whatever if you say that and you and you tell them like look you mm. it's sort of like a favoritism kind of situation where i'm feeling the least favorite because you're prioritizing the other person more and you appreciate them more whatever they do they are more valued or they are more um celebrated than you um when that happens mm-hmm. because if you say that they will eventually realize it and then go back to okay but it's it's you that made them realize it you know mm-hmm. they didn't realize it themselves and mm-hmm. that gets to me because then it make it kind of becomes fake in my head mhm that it's like a fake situation that you had to make them realize it and now they're doing it because you made them realize it or you said it so it's not like a true or a pure thing but i you know that i i'm sorry i got a bit um Yeah. Cut a bit. Um, I I I did cut you. I didn't mean to, but yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I don't agree with it because sometimes you know how people are. People are sometimes a bit more complicated. Normally, that's the concept that I grew up with believing, but that used to really hold me back from expressing how I felt because then I thought that oh, I will never think that person is um really wants to do it i will always feel like oh just because i told him but then i changed my perspective because if that person is doing it after you call them out on it it's because they care if they didn't care at all then they still wouldn't be making that kind of um 
the kind of effort they they that they used to and doing so has actually made my relationships and my communication skills a lot better because sometimes you know sometimes people do are are, are in their own world and sometimes they don't see the world through the way you see the world and sometimes they don't have the same emotions or same level of understanding or same emotional intelligence through so to some like my best friend so yeah. i remember like it was it's a really small example like whenever we used to speak she would be quiet she yeah. would she would not say anything and i and i actually called her out no called her out i just actually said it as a as a suggestion i said um z can you actually say hmm or yeah so i i wouldn't i so i would feel like i'm not speaking to uh myself, myself. so i would feel like some sort of appreciation or some sort of basic acknowledgement coming from your side right and and yeah. when she started to do it at first because i was really young kind of felt like oh i i kind of forced her but then it actually really helped her in a way as well and she didn't and actually after like 5 6 years she said it she, had, she said this to me she was like you're the first person who actually said this to me and now it has kind of helped me because at first i usually, i would just not respond to people who i was speaking to on the phone and now i actually do engage in conversation and that has kind of you know kind of helped me in a small way relationships so relationship i would say better. there are some instances when you do call some people out on it and then they don't like it and then they act like oh i have to do it now for the sake of them and i think that's where it's not worth it but you have yeah, done your how would you know how would you know that they're I doing it i think actions show if if you have like for example if i'm maybe teasing you or i'm maybe making certain jokes that you are not very comfortable with and you call me out really sincerely like faiza you are my really good friend but i really don't appreciate the fact that you are calling or you are making these kind of jokes i'm not comfortable with them so if i do really care about you and if if you have explained to me in a very calm and if i definitely have understood the concept i think i will immediately just stop doing that rather than making the face or smiling or laughing or just trying to like make you understand of why i'm making that joke maybe i will kind of further prompt some questions just to really get a deeper understanding of why it bothered the, bothered you but i if i do really care about you and i i have uh, understood the concept and in my heart i know that's not right i will obviously stop doing it but if i am making faces or taunting you or just not even after like mul- multiple times just even after polite communication still being still being <laughs> I, i i don't think so i can say the word but i think people would understand but if you're still being that kind of a person but then I, probably then that's not that's not worth it i i it is a valid point that it is a valid point that if you do it and if they do it because they don't see it the same way as you do mm-hmm. or they don't understand life from your perspective mm-hmm. so it does make sense that you might have to inform them and they might and i think that's my problem that mm-hmm. i feel like i would if they if the person genuinely loved me or mm-hmm. cared about me they should know this mm-hmm. and i need to work on that that mm-hmm. yeah they might not guess it it's not like a guessing game do you understand mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. might have to tell it again but it, it it is till current period i i see this till now with me that i see it with friends and family all the time Mm-hmm. according to matter i've felt underappreciated so many times um i still sometimes feel underappreciated not sometimes many times and i'm not going to lie about it i'm mm-hmm. not going to say it um 
but coming so to you us, don't do you feel comfortable like acknowledging and telling the, the to the person no. And, no so this is okay, so basically that the, that is kind of a mental block that you have yeah, so that that, which, that brings us to the next part of the podcast right just uh-huh. which is relationships mm-hmm. so i had struggled with relationships all my life that with relationships we are including with making them maintaining them friend, maintaining them making okay. them friends family your current surroundings all people that are close to you i'm talking about that kind of relationships mm-hmm. uh, boyfriend girlfriend that mm-hmm. kind of relationships that's it. it apart from that i'm not talking about your workplace relationship just school relationships i'm not talking about, i'm talking about mm-hmm. people who are close mm-hmm. and i think that stems from the atmosphere that i grew up in mm-hmm. um i have i'm not, I'm not going to go into much of it because obviously these are people's lives that mm-hmm. i might be sharing and i'm not sure mm-hmm. if i have to share it but i have seen things seen so toxic things in my life in my families mm-hmm. and in extended families mm-hmm. uh, friends and stuff um being stabbed in the back so many times in my life that mm-hmm. since such a young age mm-hmm. that I have now start it, it's kind of become a second nature where I can't open up to people I can't okay. get comfortable to people I mm-hmm. can't do anything when we were kids like i said i was really close to my sisters and we mm-hmm. me and my sisters we have been through so much together mm-hmm. and the thing is we used to share a room as mm-hmm. well so now we were like so every time anything would happen mm-hmm. that was it that was my comfort they were right life. there yeah do you understand so mm-hmm. apart from that i can't go out of that shell okay even right now I can't get attached to people because if I get attached to people my first instinct mm-hmm. or my first thought is yeah I'm getting attached time to step back because mm-hmm. these they are not your they they when I when I mean, when I say family or friends in the mm-hmm. way that they're not your immediate family so they're not your blood mm-hmm. to understand okay. so they will never be your family or they will never be your blood kind mm-hmm. of close and by family I also mean friends do you understand your mm-hmm. friends become your family mm-hmm. so I step back because they will never be that and the only 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 people that will actually ever care about you or mm-hmm. um, or, or or be genuinely genuinely worried about you is going to be your family your immediate family mm-hmm. so that your blood relatives not even blood relatives and I would say blood relatives are your, your blood sister your brother your mother your father That's okay it right so when it comes to that i start taking a step back right mm-hmm. so with me it's always been i've i've struggled with it i can i can never maintain my relationships um mm-hmm. i will probably drift away from people eventually mm-hmm. and like i will be their friends and i'll be their friends for a while like one to two years until i have constant interactions with them but as soon as the constant interactions stop right give it a month or two well, go on so people need to make more effort Mhm with me. Okay. Why right, in relationships. That's how I've, and I know people who listening there are people out there that exactly is like me like mm-hmm. you can't get attached to people because and I don't I I, I can't really pinpoint as mm-hmm. to why I do this. Mhm. But what I feel is, is getting hurt, hypocrisy. 
basically you're scared to get like you don't want to get hurt that's the yeah because of the hypocrisy mm-hmm. and um double standards and mm-hmm. underappreciation one person being valued more than the other all of this kind of stuff that i've seen mm-hmm. has just made me in that way i think and i can never talk about my feelings and i would never be able to chat to another person and you know this because mm-hmm. i've had experiences that you know of mm-hmm. that i've talked to you about and you lot have pushed me mm-hmm. <laughs> it generally yeah. it generally gives me anxiety to, to talk to people do you understand mm-hmm. especially the people that i actually care about mm-hmm. letting them know mm-hmm. that i feel something mm-hmm. is so hard do you ever feel that again i used to but i don't i i don't now i'm not Why? i'm not scared how are you saying that because i know people are listening and mm-hmm. there are people out there that is feel exactly the same as that same way yeah, 100% 100% i think there's so still how do you of, get over it you know the way i look i look okay so first thing is going to sound very corny or sound going to sound very oh okay that's self self love bullshit but it was it was self love so the first step was to respect yourself and make sure that you are a person who's worthy of your first your own respect and other people's respect and since i was a kid i always have enjoyed my com- company immensely like even when i'm traveling for hours for my university or work i don't mind traveling because i actually like being in my own company so i don't think so i've ever been a i i i, I am i don't don't get me wrong i am dependent like i we i need my friends and family in life definitely because nobody can i don't think so anybody can survive without their families primarily and yeah. and, and yeah. then their friends you can't survive without human interaction but i still have i i just at at some point decided that okay i'm going to give love to people if they decided to give it back then that's fine I won't be hurt because it's their choice. Okay? So They're not entitled to give the to give that love back to me because I am choosing. It's my choice to give them love. If they are not giving it back to me, it's 100% fine because it was my love to give and it was my choice to give it to them. But But how so you you're telling me that mm-hmm. you give someone love and you provide you put that effort in a relationship and you don't receive it back the same way Then that's you fine. do. you won't get hurt not even I a slight as well i i do i get hurt when that person has made certain promises that okay i am has has said certain certain things that insinuated that they are at the same level as me but if a person i i if if i decide to give love to some some person for example if i'm meeting a friend and we're getting close and close and close and you know i feel like she 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 she's she's my sister and i and i and i decide to give that level of respect to her in her mind she still she still might be just my friend she is not she's not she's not regarding me as a sister but in my mind i i am and one day she she goes ahead and actually tells me like no I, that's not the that's not the way i see you see you as so i don't think so i will be hurt well if you if you're able to do that that's like a that's like an achievement i would say that's like one yeah, of the yeah i think that took time and yeah because but then you're again your t- type of person that you can say your feelings and you can you can communicate yeah. your feelings very very easily i think i think because i saw that in my own household how 
how feelings and words were kept inside a person for years and years this is and they this just is from our culture isn't it they just we wouldn't tell think. it to the other person because because of, i don't know because of a number of different reasons ego just um just a mental block again that's something that i do want to talk into one of our podcasts yeah, but, but i not... keep i keep things in i can i i'm i i can say this because it's a wrong thing that i do i keep never say but it's not because of ego and stuff it's because i feel anxiety i i mm-hmm. genuinely feel scared i don't know if it's this i'm feeling scared of the outcome i'm scared of losing the person i'm scared mm-hmm. of um just speaking because mm-hmm. it's hard to speak i don't know what it is but yeah i i think i think what you... also helps me is because i've always been a very controversial confrontational person like it's a small funny story amidst of all the serious mm, things that we, we have we have been uh, talking about so basically um one of my mom's really close friends we would go there all, often just to you know spend time and me and my sister would go and she actually had had a son umar so basically he he used to play with my sister and not with me he he actually used to he used to act that i don't even exist and that kind of used to piss me off like why hello why why not play why why didn't you play with me so this one time when my sister didn't come with us because she had to go to her friend's house we, we were really young i think i was 6 he would have been 7 something like that so my mom kind of described it in a way that we heard umar scream and or, or or cry and we went upstairs and you basically were holding him by the collar and you were like shaking him like why are you not my friend and this <laughs> you had to like you know keep <laughs> keep you guys apart for you know a couple of days because you 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 you, you, you every time you would see him you would just confront him like why doesn't he play with me come play with me kind of demand this thing out of him and and, and actually worked and we actually became best of friends so oh, wow yeah that, think, this is what i mean and like this is this is this is one thing that has been so hard okay i know but people feel non-existent right to other people people who they care about mm-hmm. and it it hurts because they care about that person and they and that person doesn't notice you or it's mm-hmm. not really you know doesn't mm-hmm. care as much that hurts but it's so hard to say mm-hmm. it is so hard to say because i know i know from a fact because i've been through it and i know and i know like it does make relationships better Mm-hmm. when you speak it out and everything oh, 100% that... because you know some like at one point maybe something's going on in my mind that or sometimes i this i actually have seen this happen like i i've seen like two people were sitting one of them was staring at the other person and the way they were staring that their fa- their facial expressions didn't it looked like they're literally staring them down or just thinking something really not really good about them and the other person goes like everything okay you 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 have been staring at me for like 2 minutes and then she was like i love your earrings i've been thinking about like the, the that earrings like really compliment your face and the and when she said it the other person like started smiling and actually started laughing because he was like li- literally looked like you're about to like you you're plotting in your mind how to kill me in my sleep so i really think like communicating communicating communication is... is the key because sometimes your face sometimes your facial expressions and your mind just sometimes do not coordinate forget mm. or just you know are not in sync so the way you sync. communicate to people obviously i'm not saying not to to communicate things that you don't do not mean obviously yeah 
communicate in a way that's beneficial for you and for people around you i guess But, i guess it it happens to me i guess it only happens if i'm if i'm getting close to a person or if mm-hmm. i if i genuinely care about that person because mm-hmm. there's certain times in my life that i will i would literally do, would not care not even a single care given and mm-hmm. i would say it to the person's face mm-hmm. but there are certain people in my life that i just find it hard to speak to and i can't really pinpoint why mm-hmm. and it's a constant yeah. struggle because these days a mental block what is it because the thing is these days i am usually at night i'm alone chilling mm-hmm. on on my ones basically chilling myself by myself mm-hmm. so, you know when when you are alone you think anything mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. and i'm an overthinker right i'm an overthinker mm-hmm. i'll have conversations with my and I, w- i would like to know if anyone else out there who's listening who does this and if you mm-hmm. do it as well that i would have conversations a whole conversation with that person or any another person that i need to speak to or whatever yeah in my head mm-hmm. in two different ways so i would go like if if i say this to this person right now he his his reaction was going to be this and this will lead to this this will lead to this this will lead to that and that and this would be the outcome now mm-hmm. if i say to this person the same thing maybe he reacts in this way it goes to this it leads to this leads to this and this might be the outcome right and then mm-hmm. i'll i'll keep doing this until i have sort of built it so much in my head that i can't actually implemented <laughs> do you understand what i mean like yeah. okay. i've i've solved the problem or just did it on my ones on myself okay. and it it actually and then at that point it would be like yeah okay this 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 is makes sense well next morning wake up the problem still is there <laughs> because you just made the conversation in your head and not to the person exactly and if you're out there listening to this and you suffer from the same thing just know that you're not alone in this this is something that a lot of people struggle with and i think more and more we struggle a lot with and one thing that i will point out i think it's because of technology mm-hmm. what has happened is we have become so used to having a screen talking mm-hmm. behind from a screen mm-hmm. using a keyboard or typing over whatsapp or snapchat mm-hmm. that real conversations have never existed most people i read a statistic or some other do not quote me on this mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know the statistics what it is but most people would not say what they say on text messages in real life mhm you can't say the exact same thing in real life that what you tell other person whether that be you dating a person you you are more prone to able to communicate to a person through mm-hmm. a text message and say something mhm then say it to their face why do you think that is i think that i would uh, associate with being just being shy but going like even when you're dating online dating you would say mm-hmm. stuff to that person online mm-hmm. and be this char- charismatic person and have mm-hmm. this personality but that person if you meet it in real life or you will have uh, there'd be an awkward situation it will be hard to talk mm-hmm. all that kind of situation why is that i don't think so I, uh, that was i think that that is a better person to comment mm. on uh, what you've right. just said because he he told me multiple multiple times that he sometimes found it a bit difficult to speak to me face to face exactly uh, I, think... i never found, i never had that problem um again it was just 
I never, I didn't use, I, I do overthink certain things, but I don't overthink a lot of things. I'm not an overthinker. I, I'm kind of, I, I, I try to keep myself as spontaneous as, as possible. So, um, yeah, that's, that's not me. That's not, yeah. that's not how I used to obviously be like that, but I think that's how I saw things happening around me. And then I, at one point I just decided to change like certain things about me. And this was one of the things that if I'm going to speak to someone, it's, it's going to be as if we never, we've never spoken on, on text. Yeah. And that's how we first meeting or even um, when it came to you, uh, when we yeah. first met. Yeah, I, because I we knew was, each other over the phone for so many years. So many years. So I kind of felt like I knew you, and it was very organic, very natural friendship that um, we have. Yeah, uh, that it we did. had. Yeah, so it I was very felt, organic. Never forced. I, I definitely did feel a bit, uh, a, a little bit shy. Yeah, because I, I, I am shy sometimes. Uh, maybe just a little bit shy, but I like no. I, I had like no other feelings or any other emotions associated with 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 our with with the with the first time that we met because that's yeah. I, I i i never thought in a million years that was that that's the kind of person you would be because yeah. you were very confident you were in your element maybe because talha was there as well and I think you you felt like you knew me so you were I think, a bit more a bit more people bit don't more see this to me so the thing is i'm really good at hiding i'm really good at hiding mm-hmm. my feelings and i'm really good at hiding what I'm thinking and then again it stems from the same way the atmosphere that I grew up that I've always had blocks in my head that yeah, okay certain things I would let people get close to me but in mm-hmm. my head I've never been close to them but just mm-hmm. because of the fact that I'm scared of attachments mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm really good so people can't really tell I'm really good at hiding people might think oh yeah this person fully close to me in my head no yeah Nothing again exactly like communication is is the key a hundred percent communication yeah. is the key but communication relationships a hundred percent especially in relationships communication i and i reckon that is to give it technology like people like i said people are able to say stuff over text messages that they can't say in real life to another person and this is what i came like i was reading something the other day and it came to me a realization which i'm implementing now in my life is mm-hmm. when i'm when i'm in a room or I feel like I've I've lost physical physical hanging out relationships with people. Do you understand? I if I'm in a room, you know what? Put your phones on silent. Everyone put your phone away, you know? Like that's your mm-hmm. phone. Live in the moment. Breathe now. You're breathing mm-hmm. right now. You are in the right now. I don't care if somebody's texting me and dying at that point. Chat mm-hmm. to me. Let, tell me how you're feeling tell me mm-hmm. how, what, what's going on how was your day tell me about mm-hmm. stuff do you understand so you Spend would like time. to build a relationship that way yeah and I think that's what I need to do now more being in that room when mm-hmm. I'm in the room with a person just put my phone away and then eventually build up on talking and eventually mm-hmm. build up on being able to communicate with people people mm-hmm. that are close to me and stuff you know like mm-hmm. I, that's the only method in my head that would work where mm-hmm. I can, you know, get rid of this anxiety of talking to people and letting know my feelings because you build on relationships by talking to people on face-to-face. Text messages, mm-hmm. emails do not work. Although mm-hmm. they might feel like a good way out. I've contemplated texting mm-hmm. people things of my feelings because I know I'm not there at the moment when they're reading it. 
Uh-huh. I'm somewhere away and we're not in the same place. Do you understand? Uh-huh. But it does not work. Get to know that person. Build your relationship back with that person. Sit in that room with that person. Spend time. Hang out. When you're then hanging st- out, Would you still have movie, that same mental block that you did? I think that, that, I think that would make it go away. I think that that would ha- I think technology is a big thing like keep it away you can talk to other people whenever you want I don't care if someone's dying and texting me right mm-hmm. now right I'm mm-hmm. with you right I nothing else matters except for this room right now because I'm spending time with you I'm hanging out with you people forget to spend time with each other right people mm-hmm. don't spend time but you sit there you sit on your phones do you actually mm-hmm. communicate do you actually talk when you're mm-hmm. watching a movie, I love talking mid, mid, in the middle of the movie as well. Like, oh, oh, did you see that? That happened. Whoa, wow. Mm-hmm. This kind of stuff. Have the conversations, man. Talk about, talk about, oh, yeah, what's going on? What's, how are you feeling today? Like, you know, yeah. that's the only way to build up on a relationship, I feel, at mm-hmm. this moment. And that, that's how you will get rid of the mental block. Mm-hmm. That's Anyways, really good. Like, we, we discussed our problems and we also have come, in, come to a, like, a small solution. Like, like a, like a are, soft closure, isn't it? Yeah. That we are humans, we feel stuff, and everyone mm-hmm. is going through problems. And mm-hmm. the problems that we have discussed in this podcast, I'm sure if you're listening to it and you feel like you are going through these problems, just know that you're not alone, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take baby steps, right? Mm-hmm. And you will get out of it. You will get out of it. If, if it weren't for bad days, you wouldn't know which ones are the good ones. Exactly, and surround yourself with really positive people. People, really positive, manifested in the universe, and manifested in the universe. Definitely, and just love yourself before loving anything else. All right. Anyways, we will see you in the next episode. Oh, yeah, that's out. that's going to be something really, really fun. Not, yeah. not, not regarding yeah. any topic. I think it's more, yeah. more will be stories, but definitely will it will be it will be a fun topic it's it's not going to be something dark something about problems and stuff it's going to be about something currently trending and you will enjoy it's going to be a bit of a laugh a joke a mystery a thriller and you'll enjoy it all right anyways we'll see you guys in the next episode take care bye okay bye over and out over and out